Hey, you know what time it is. You tune into the Chronically Loud podcast, and here we chronicle the loudest sounds of the streets, and we do it loudly, if you know what I mean. It's your boy, Quick. <laughs> St. Louis. It's your boy, Bird. What up, though? And I'm wingman Jay. You got that right, We pod today. accepted it. We pod today, boy. You did? Wingman Jay in the building. I ain't going to waste y'all time. I'm coming right with the heat, with the fire. Uh, so, Will Smith don't got a cuss in his rap to sell records. <laughs> well, I do. So, fuck him and fuck you, too. Hey, he got a slap motherfucking baby. <laughs> It was the coolest slap in history, too. Yeah. He, he made hey, that was one like of the WWE slaps. That, that boy put that hand in that hand. <laughs> he back. He reached back. Put the pimp hand on that boy. He should have reached back and Jazzy Jeff should have gave that boy some. I was gonna say that. For real, dude. Hey, he did get that nigga one of the rock uh, where you spit in the hand, reach back and spit in the yeah. hand, and then you... Hey, <laughs> and then Chris Rock stood there like, that shit ain't hurt. But that's the question, though. If you Chris Rock, what do you do? What do you do? You take it. You you handling your business. You gotta take it. You gotta, you gotta take it. You gotta take it. You gotta take it. You gotta take it. You gotta take it, man. Now, what do you do? I want you gotta to know take the it. full process. We going at it. We going at it. I would have to. I would have to. I would have to. I would have to swing back because it's just like just the, the disrespect that you're gonna get from. All right. Like you gonna get disrespectful. Like like people gonna be like, man, you let Will Smith slap shit out of you. Like, you hear me? Next thing you know, little twelve year old. So you hear me? Like nigga, I do. You like Will Smith did your yeah, your yeah. kid's gonna be slapping you. Talking about you, you ain't do nothing with Will Smith. Will Smith slapped you. you yeah, know? you know. Well, close. listen, I think that. So, let me clarify and say this. So, the way that you posed the question was, "What do you do? What would you do if it was you? Not what would you do if it was Chris Rock? If you were Chris Rock? So, if I'm me, then I'm not threatened by Will Smith." I don't give a fuck. Nor is my masculinity threatened by Will no, but Smith. The but the question would be, before you go there, the question would be, if you're at work, doing your thing at work, and somebody just walked up to you and hauled off and slapped you, because of you said something, regardless, you might say something about their wife or something like that. I mean, what do you, you do? You said something they felt was out of line. Yeah. What do you do? So, so here's, here's, here's my opinion. Uh, you know, I can only speak for quick. But for me, um, I'm not here for that person. Furthermore, what I, I realized that what I said is what agitated and irritated them. And when I said whatever I said, I had no intention of doing that. And I wasn't given the opportunity to apologize or take it back or none of that. I wasn't even given the opportunity to realize that what I said affected you or your family in a way that was beyond just a joke. I, but, I can't even say we can't say that. And so because, because of uh, that... Because... um. He said jokes about this man's wife before. He has. But, okay, so this is, this is, you already know that. It's but, he has, but he has said jokes about a thousand people. It don't matter. We done known this nigga this 30 years. This slapped the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> but we, all I'm saying is, the one that the all I'm saying is, it only takes that one. Yeah, but we, have, we, we had no indication that, 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 that anyone was offended by any of those jokes that he said in the past. We had no indication or inkling of that. Uh, so me being somebody who uh, I know that Chris Rock has worked with Jada before. They were both voices on Madagascar. Chris has worked with Will before. He guest starred on an episode yeah, of Fresh Prince way funny. back in the all day. All that shit don't matter when it comes to disrespecting my wife. I'm not saying that at all. I'm agreeing with that notion, and I'm saying that if it's me and I didn't have any intent on offending you, I now I'm, I'm not I'm not then offended by your response to it. Okay. I'm immediately apologetic when I know that I offended you. Okay. So in this on. case, I hold didn't on. even know I offended you until okay. after I was smacked. Bro. Okay, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. So now put yourself in Will's shoes. Was he right? So in, in my opinion, nobody was wrong here. Chris Rock has the right to freedom of speech. Will Smith has the right to the freedom of slap. React <laughs> to <laughs> said I'm speech. Tell you who was wrong. Chris Rock was wrong. And I'm going to tell you nah. why he was wrong. I'm going to nah. tell you why he was wrong. Chris Rock was wrong because. Don't you never in your life disrespect a man's wife and then just watch this man walk up to you with your guard down. That's where he was wrong. Yeah, he, he you let this man walk up to you with, with intentions what, in his eyes. What about this person in the 30 years that you've known him makes you fear or feel threatened 
by Will Smith approaching you Which that you respond that way? The look on his white face. His wife's face. Because he saw it. You heard me? Rock saw the look on his face. That's why you're like, it's just a joke. When you're a comedian, Burr, when you're a comedian, Burr, that's a look that you write jokes for. Okay, and if that heckler get on stage, you, but know, you, you better never be your damn self. You're ready. But this wasn't a heckler. Yes, it this was. This was a colleague. This was a friend. I don't give a damn what I don't give a fuck what his He name had no is. reason yeah. to expect that that was what was going to happen. Shit. And, and by the look up. Man, <laughs> <laughs> listen, 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 like, yeah. listen, 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 this is my God, God, honest opinion. I really expected that the nigga was going to go up there and put him in a little playful headlock or some shit. I never expected that Will fucking Smith was finna smack this nigga at the Golden Globes where he was about to win his first Oscar. Not the Golden Globes, the Oscars. Or the Academy Awards, rather. The Academy Awards, where he was going to win. Come on now. There's nothing about that man or about that moment that puts you in a position to expect that. Just imagine the ride home if he hadn't done nothing. If he hadn't done nothing. He in the car with his wife. And she like, did you, like, you just going to let him disrespect me? That's... It's a different level. It's just like, dude, I have to do what I have to do. So I'm not... And I'm not... called out this house saying that, though. Like I'm I not said, saying that. The look on my wife's face, I'm slapping you. Yeah, Wait a minute, what? That should have called August to finish. Oh, St. Louis tripping. August, I've seen a what? She should have called him. Called him for what? Let him defend your wild head. That's not her wife, man. Huh? That's not her wife or her husband. That's her man? That was just a play toy. Man, y'all tripping, man. Y'all tripping, man. If that's her play toy, she better wind his ass up. So that's the... Let's not do that now. That was something to do in an open relationship. It's never okay for your wife to tell you to call some other bitch. She grabbed a nigga to do her job, yo. So I ain't, I ain't accepting that on the other end either. It, 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 my job is to be my wife's husband. She shouldn't have another. That's not what I said. What I said was... Not, but they got an agreement, though. They got an agreement. That, hey, that's all on them, then. Right then. Even in, that's all on them. Even in that agreement, it's never okay for your wife to tell you to call some other bitch oh, yeah, to do what you deem to be her they job. So if right. your wife say, fuck it, and get another boyfriend, and that other boyfriend beat her ass. Man. You supposed to defend her? <laughs> I like how you hurdling over what I'm saying and choosing well, not what? to address or speak, acknowledge speak, it. Speak direct. I'm speaking direct. I I'll say it a third nothing. time. Tell you me a time. You I'm just going to make a difference. Just address it once then, and I'll you leave say it. it. <laughs> I'll say it a third time. Tell me one time when it's okay for your wife to tell another bitch to do what you deem to be her responsibility. She don't have to. Exactly. If that's my but wife you and just we said, if it's me and her, then I'm gonna handle my side yeah. as I do now. Okay, let me let me let me think in the plot. Into the thick of it. Let me that's think in the plot we then. Talking, okay, talking I know, a, a I know. Situation. I know. I'm a, I'm let me let me make it more real. let me make it more comparable. What's real is Jada Pickett got other niggas. All right, so once so, you have one of them other niggas, come defend your way. Even if you got other bitches, yo, even if you got other bitches and you done got caught up then by I'm not gonna be married. That's that's but you still. Then I'm not gonna be married. What are you talking about? But that, but that's you. Some right. Some people in that. That's you. That's your marriage and your choice. Right. Not all marriages are traditional. Then Not all relationships are. You can't oh, dictate that for somebody else, though. You can't dictate the rules and the regulations, especially when you when you're rich. So I'm just saying. A lot what, of the reasons what, why you what, married what, are monetary. What are the words that you say when you get married. I don't know. Not everybody say the that same words. Promising, that you promising yourself under God. To no, some, not, that, not everybody get married yes, under God. Is. That is, that is, not everybody that get... Is, okay. Some people get married under money. Ooh, some people okay. show up and write their own vows. And Regardless I, of what they say, their own vows, the, 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 the person who you put in charge, the pastor, whoever is going to say. No. That's, do you take this person... No, that's, that's not part true. of the speech, is it not? No, it's not. Do you not. take this person to be your lawfully wedded husband and lawfully wedded In traditional wife. black Baptist... Is that the one thing that goes through every wedding? No. Yes, No. Yes, Jewish people don't get married like that, St. Louis. Okay. Jewish they people don't... say it in a different language. Jewish people don't... Hebrew people don't get married like that, St. Louis. Yeah, it's different. It's, it's not like that in every it's marriage. It's supposed to be you promising yourself to that person, not to this group of motherfuckers or to one person until but what a whole if, group of people come along. But what if we... That's not a marriage. That's an arrangement. That's a marriage... No, what you are defining is what you believe to be a committed relationship. 
Marriage is not no that's not they not yeah, they're marriage. not interchangeable. Yeah, marriage is different for they different not people. they not interchangeable. Marriage I, I will give you that. I would say it is because of marriage. some people some people just marry who they enjoy spending time with. Some people marry people who they can go to the next level with. Some people like, marry for convenience. Yeah, some yeah. That's why seventy to eighty percent of marriages fall a fucking part. Right. Okay, it's fifty it's fifty percent. It's fifty. It's fifty. Slow it down, it's fifty, it's fifty. Show me the stats, Danny. If you gonna correct me. Show me. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm recording a pie right now, but after the show, right after the show, I, I got you. I'm not gonna take the, the time right to do that now, but I got you. I got you. And then next week, at the start of next week's pie, you will apologize to me for having done this to me on air. I, I got you though. And it better be 50. percent No, I believe it's I believe it's 51. percent So now you changing? I'm changing it by one percent. It is a change, but that's still far from the 70. That's still far from the 70 to 80 percent. That just motherfuckers say they're gonna give you 50 percent of a business. And then they turn around and they oh, say they're going to give you 51 and then they give you 50. Ain't that a difference? It's a difference if a nigga say he's going to give you 80 and show it with 50. Facts, so okay. Speak the so, you know, marriage, I got a question, bro, because I heard this and I, there's people that actually do this, man, in marriages. There's people that actually in their marriage schedule specific times and dates to have sexual relations. I feel like I'm being judged right now. Mm. No, I'm just saying because I'll be me personally. It's <laughs> whenever, whenever the mood hit. You know so because now listen, now listen. I, I will say this. Now, now, now. That's a great topic you brought into the to the to the pod, Darbar, and I'm nah, I'm, nah, I'm eager to jump all down on it. Caveat to my situation too. We don't have kids. You know what I'm saying. Oh, well, nigga, you, you can't even slide away from the mic. <laughs> You're not even eligible to talk. So, so, so here's the thing. My wife and I, we like we like the Black Brady Bunch. Uh, we are a uh, blended. Uh, a blended family. You know, uh, we have a, a total of seven kids. We got a couple grandkids running around, uh, and we are both uh, in financial in in the finance industry as far as our employment is concerned. Um, so we stay busy. Uh, we both work, you know, fifty five plus hours a week. Uh, Two of our kids are adults. Um, of the five children that live in the home, three of them are employed. The two that aren't employed, they heavily involved in, spe- uh, in sports and in music. So there's literally uh, pickups and drop-offs all day long. Uh, like I said, we both work 55-plus hours a week. Um, and some of that time is in office and at home. So listen, it's it's almost kind of like now. Now listen, the fact that we have to schedule our time doesn't necessarily take spontaneity out of our relationship. So yeah, uh, you know, I have to get with my wife uh, a week or two or three in advance to schedule our time together. Uh, however, yeah, say it out loud, damn. That don't and. Listen, it, it sounds bad. I ain't never had to say this shit out loud. <laughs> <laughs> so even her, <laughs> shit, it sounds sound bad. Tuesday at 12.43. Yeah, that's how it be. It be oh, just like that, St. Louis. No bullshit. No bullshit. But listen, when I tell you, man, when I tell you. We don't want to know. You don't know a nigga in life that's having more fun in it than I am. Uh, spontaneity true. is not a problem for us. Uh, we we book flights, rooms, and people. Uh, we don't we don't play no games, man. Fun is not something that lasts. Yeah, we. Hey, so we do have kind of a structured, uh, you know, uh, time as far as sex our time. Life. Uh, yeah, a structured sex life. However, like I say, I want to emphasize. No, we don't. That it does not remove spontaneity from the relationship just because you agree to meet if Thursday I know at seven. Exactly what time you finna come in here in the lingerie? Yes, it does. Yeah, you hear me? That Hello. is the opposite of spontaneity. So that just means that you have to be more creative and more open. Me and my wife got conflicting uh, uh, schedules and shit, but shit for the little time we home. If I if I walk past and I grab that ass and feel soft enough, I'm jumping in that motherfucker. Yes, God damn it, baby, you gonna be a little bit late to work, or I'm gonna yes, be a little bit late to work. But shit, we finna get it in right yeah, now. Fuck, you hear me? 
I, if, if that motherfucker looking right, I ain't finna turn it down, and you ain't finna get away from me, goddammit. <laughs> he said, I ain't finna turn it down. <laughs> turn down for what? I called off work yesterday because I rolled over. My wife was looking hella fine. I'm like, yep, guess who ain't going to work today? <laughs> <laughs> guess who ain't going in right now? We in this mug all day. <laughs> Hello? In the bathroom, yeah, hey, your sick voice. Of course, call sometimes. You call this straight face. Hey, look, I ain't coming in, babe. I'm sending the email. Of yeah. course, when you got kids, there's going to be sometimes when you got to schedule it. It's going to be sometimes like that. Yeah, see, I, you know that's, that's one thing I ain't. Y'all going to get I've a never hotel had room issue. Or, or, you know what I'm saying, try to get away for y'all on, on a little bit of intimate without being bothered by the kids yelling about this or yelling about that or somebody trying to walk in on you. You got to do that when you're in a, when you in a big family. Yeah. But at the same time, like I say, if gotta, I see it in this water, I'm diving. Hey, slide on this and I can't even room. swim, but hey, shit, I'm diving. Close slide your room door real quick. I'm about to dive in. See, I'll be, I'll be rolling over at 3 o'clock in the morning, babe. Babe, you sleep? Oh, yeah. Now, now, don't get me wrong. That shit happens with every... Yeah, yeah that's, that defeats the purpose of having in-house anything. Uh, like, that's what I'm saying. It'd be, man, I'm telling you, it'd be some people, man. It'd be like once a week, every Sunday at 3.30. Once, and, once Andy Griffin go off. We're in. No way. Yeah. <laughs> you see, Wingman Jay, he, he ain't even say nothing because he know unless he, he a wingman, he ain't getting nothing. <laughs> dang. <laughs> no, so. <laughs> See, I, I don't schedule. You know what I'm saying? I'm You're like, what? She ain't got a fat friend, man? Oh, I'm, dang. I'm, no. <laughs> First of all, I don't do I'm Let's not, not going to say idly by. Let's right. not have this. Right. Why you do my brother like this? He hurt himself. He hurt himself last time. We're going to talk about the, Too much the information. big girl conversation. That boy. Yeah. yeah we said that, yeah, Wayne Man J don't like the big girls. Yeah, we remember that. Hold on. That was, that was on the highlight video. Check that out. <laughs> now, now, however, let the record reflect that Wee Man Jay has been with a few hotties He's from back in the day that have graduated to to thickies. I'm just saying, they met him at nighttime. They ain't nah, really see him. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> he he some Hey, boy. Oh, yeah, he don't, don't start. Don't start. No. You ain't the roller in the family. It's all right. Straight air mattress. I got you. I got you. Sure. <laughs> yeah, do that first. And then, yeah. He said he, he brought that blunt. That motherfucker wrap around his ear like an earpiece, like a Bluetooth earpiece. Hello. Hello. Shit. Shit. Quit rolling them roly polies, uh, dude. He said, "Yo, shit, be like the slinky when they go down the stairs." Not your slinky. No, but okay. What else going on? What's up? What else? Going on? Oh, the little boy fell off the. Oh, that's the little boy trash. shooting at himself and shit. And a little boy on the. Uh... Oh, these people, these kids, man. Yeah. <laughs> In the project, little boy found a gun, shot another little boy, then dropped the gun and then shot him. Shot himself. Yeah. Is that what happened with that one? Yeah. I, I thought no, it was another one with the, the, with the gauge and shit. Yeah. This one with the little girl, too. These motherfuckers is wild and bro. Man, it's these people, man. Why you got your, your guns out in front of these kids, man? That's a question. If you have a gun in your house, do you tell your kids you got it in your house? I think kids should be taught gun safety. And that's um, the problem. I think that um, <laughs> it is. I think that what, what's happening in a lot of these instances is the kids have curiosity. Um, so a lot of these video games and whatnot, you know, Grand Theft Auto and, and Call of Duty and every game, every every game that seems to be popular includes a gun almost at this Man, point or a weapon media, of some kind. Yeah, so I think that kids have a, a genuine, we was kids at one point, you know, kids have a genuine curiosity about it. And when it's there or it's present, when they see it, um, but so it, it's... I said shotguns on the walls. I never touched them motherfuckers. Yeah, never. but times was different. Times was different. We, we had a lot... We had a lot less... Had, we were we, trying to pick them up and take pictures with them. Yeah, and also we had a lot less exposure to it. We had a lot less exposure to it, and we were disciplined different. 
than than the kids are today. The the reality is is we not as hard uh, uh, on our kids as our parents were on us. Shit, I feel and, like I'm harder on mine. In some ways, I, I feel like that might be true, and, and maybe not so much in different ways. And that's without even knowing and see, how you parent. The problem with that is, is this generation of kids um, consume and are exposed to more information than we ever were. That's it. And that increases so your they, curiosity. And, and they, so they know the dangers. But they only picking up on the dumb shit. I don't feel like that's the case. I think that it's a lot of good coming from the exposure, too. Like, uh, kids are way more educated. They got a lot more child geniuses and shit like that, you know what I'm saying? But, child child but no, what it is, is, is is social media is a lot is a big part in it. Because we didn't see, we wasn't, ex, we wasn't exposed to all of this because of, we didn't have, like, we had internet, but it was just starting. So we didn't have, like, well, the, only at school type yeah. shit. Right, it, wasn't, yeah. it, wasn't no, it wasn't no social networks. It wasn't yeah. no, it wasn't yeah, no yeah. platforms to... It ain't in the palm. It wasn't in the palm. Right. Of now you got kids with tablets. The kids have iPhone 12s. Kids have better phones than I have. You know what I'm saying? And they have computers. They have all that in front of them, plus TV. TV is way more wild. They curse on TV now. Yeah. Like, everything is is just... But you notice they still don't cuss on BET. They still mess up all the good black movies. Yeah. I'm going to suck my mouth. I'm gonna suck my mother loving lip up. And 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 BET's defense, the reason why is because we cuss way more on our movies. Our movie got 731 cuss words. You know you done said that somebody apart. The same movie on Lifetime got six. Y'all have to repeat the parts. Y'all ain't never like 10, 11 after just cursing. Yeah, man. It's just, it's just uh, but but back to the gun situation and kind of to wrap that up. I just feel like the the kids have a greater curiosity. They got more exposure. Uh and then also our generation, we were made way more blatant and blunt with the things that we did outside. So I feel like our kids see us outside with the guns and on our waist and they see the rappers and the TV and the videos and shit like that. Like our parents was a little bit more discreet when it came to shit like that. And so I feel like it's the exposure that increases the curiosity. That's why a kid is more likely to go and grab that gun off of the shot, that, that shotgun off of the wall like your dad had today than they would have been at that time. Yeah. So, do you think you should let your kids know if you got a gun in the house? Yeah, I think that kids, not only should you let them know, but kids should be taught gun safety. Um, I, just, I think that, you know, what could save your life if someone was to invade your home would or could, could or would be the knowledge that and the training that you've instilled in your child. I think once a kid, once a, especially a boy, once a boy is 10, 12 years old, um, you should be teaching them how to use a firearm, that you should be practicing, uh, they should be shooting, uh, they should be at the, they, like, all of these things should be taking place um, so they have a familiarity with the weapon. See, my, son, see, my point, my yeah. they should be able to, they should be, they should, yeah, gun. but see, it's not, it's not you giving him one, it's you teaching him. But just, I'm not, this is why I'm not showing my kid, and this is why they ne they'll never see it until, like, they probably, like, 16, 17, when I can, when I know your mind at this point. Right now, social media is taking over everything, like literally. So the kids are more, way more emotional than they were back in the day. Now they're so sensitive, they canceling people. They talking about canceling Will Smith for what he did at the Oscars. Like, you're going to cancel this whole man, this man's whole career. So my thing is, is kids are way more emotional. So it's like, if you give them that, like kids are killing themselves at a higher rate than they were when we were kids. So if you teach a kid to use a gun, if they get to that point where they're emotional and they can't control it, just think back when you were a kid. How many times did you overreact to something that wasn't that major? You're not, your mind ain't there yet. That's why my mom used to tell us to go in a, in a child's place. Go play where kids playing it. Because of, it's, it's like if you expose a child to that, when they do get emotional, because all of us as, as adults, we make those mistakes and we all overreact to certain things and stuff like that. I agree with what you're saying, Jay. My, my response to it is, is it is also, in addition to my belief that it's your responsibility as a parent to teach your child gun safety, it is also your responsibility to teach your child how to deal with their emotions. Um, 
And a lot of the times, we as kids, we weren't taught how to deal with our emotions. We were taught and told what emotions to have. And that's not the same as teaching me to deal with mine or, 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 or helping me to understand why I feel the way that I feel or helping me to cope or overcome it. We were never really taught that. We were told, you know, hey, do what I say because I say so. Not and lesser times where we was it explained to us why we were being told to do something so that we could have a comprehension of it, so that we could have an understanding of it, so that we could then incorporate that into our own lives because our beliefs aligned with it instead of just doing what the fuck we were told to do without knowing why or understanding why we were being led in a certain direction. So I feel like a lot of that shit that, that, that you mentioned as it relates to the emotions of the child is really because those conversations aren't being had. Those are the things that we ignore too often. So it's your job as the parent to have those, responsi- th- those responsible discussions with your child that teach them how to deal with their emotions. Yeah, And also true. teach them how which to is, deal with is, a weapon. Which is true. Because in today's day and age, that may be the difference between their life and yours. But, so I'm not saying that the child should have a weapon. I'm not saying that the child should have access to a weapon outside of your care. But I'm saying that they should have the ability to utilize it and utilize it properly, especially if it's going to be in their home. Okay. Yep, I agree. I think you should you should educate your kids on firearm, firearm safety early, the way they get comfortable with it. They know what it does. They know what it is. They know the mechanisms. They know what how it works. They know what it does to people. They know what it does to objects. They know what it does to things. You, 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 you get knowledge of things by going through it. So you take them to the range and you teach them how to shoot, show them what to shoot, tell them, explain to them what they're shooting and why they're shooting and what the gun is for. Then they'll pick up on that and they'll understand that it's not a toy. It's not a toy. You have to... Communication and, and knowledge is everything. It's going to lessen their curiosity. Yeah, because they it's their form. It's their form. So they know it's not a toy to be taking pictures with and pointing at and pulling And it's not something that I have to run in your room and look for when you're away because I'm just looking for Saturday, looking forward to Saturday morning when we're planning to go to the gun and range that, anyway. And that way they understand where the safety is and if the safety's on and not how to disengage the safety. And you know what I'm saying? They know they understand all of that. Yeah. So even if they go into your room. It's not a game, even if they grab it and like, Ooh, it. what's that? That's when it, bro. When they grab it, they know what this is. A brother Because preaching. I know what this is and I understand that this is not a toy. Yeah. This is a means for self-defense. Absolutely. That's all this is. So the worst that what happens when you leave the house and they are able to get into your 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 your, your closet and grab your piece is is they take Instagram pictures with it so they can look cool for their homeboys. See, but they, they don't but have to worry about that because you're taking them to the range. Once every two weeks, once yeah, a month. Yeah, exactly. So they getting all the pictures they, they need They getting all right of that there. anyway, and they shooting you know it for real. Exactly. So it takes away the curiosity. So it takes away all it of lessens the, the the probability of an accident occurring because they're more familiar with right. the weapon they're, in the first place. They train with it. You know they train with it. Yeah. It, 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 it. It decreases the a likelihood of, like, like of an accident occurring, they might get tired not of going, increasing. Going to the range, they might get tired of guns. Yeah, like, I, don't I got. Yeah, I don't even. Yeah, I don't have this fascination. I got it out. I got it out. Right, I don't have this fascination with guns because I have them. I no. have access yeah. to them. I know I'm going to the range. What's up with John Cena, though? I'm trying to get to the Royal Rumble, you know, this Sunday, though. You, you know, know they, they, like, they, they, they develop other interests, is what I'm trying to say. You know, I'll tra- take me to see LeBron. And then the, 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 the trickle-down effect is that if your kids are trained in guns and firearm safety, then that might rub off on other kids and other parents <laughs> To take your lead to be like, let me train mine yeah. so we don't have this issue. And it, it becomes a trickle-down effect. Yeah, it's you know important. Saying? It's important, man. It's yeah. important. Because listen, man. Listen, I have uh, I have five children in the home and my wife. And three of them are girls plus the wife. So it's only me and my two boys. You know, if some niggas come up in here and shit, it's going to be me against them. Me against them against us is what I'm trying to say. Not just them against me. So I'm 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 putting it out there for the world how we coming. So uh, for me, it's imperative to me that all black families uh, not only have a firearm in the home, but they teaching the people in the home how to use the firearm. It's a different time, man. Because when shit go down, it can't be the person's first time utilizing the firearm when the shit is going down. You don't get the war and use the gun for the first time. So that's, that's, that's what time it is. And I'm encouraging every family, every family with, with the same pigment and melanin 
and they skin is me to not only have a firearm in the home, but teach the people in the home how to use the firearm. Make sure that everybody in the in the home is comfortable. Those sad situations. All right, next sad situation. What happened to the kid Tyree? Tyree Sampson, 14-year-old kid out of St. Louis that tragically lost his life on a on a, a, a amusement park ride in Orlando. I didn't see the video. I don't, I don't want to see. I don't like to see videos like that. I don't, the video I don't ever want to see videos like that. I think it was just a tragic, a tragic situation that could have been avoided. I'm a, I'm a bigger dude, and I've been to those music parts with those rides. And yeah, man. I've, I've sat in the seats, and if I don't feel comfortable, I'm out. You know what I'm saying? Because they, they fit too tight. You can see the, the pre pictures of the, of, of the big. Cause dude, he was a big dude. Yeah, he was. He was one of. The, he, he was, was definitely the, a big. He guy. played. He played for the bad boys. Just one of the top football teams in the country, and he was one of. He, in, he was fourteen. When we played against. He was going to play. Yeah, he was. He was on his way to East St. Louis. Yeah. And if you know anything about East St. Louis linemen, they've been trim. They've been churning out linemen to SEC and big time college schools for the longest, and he was going to be in the next line of the next lineage of that. If you look at the video, you can see it's a that. Big boy. You yeah. can see that he he was a big boy. You can see that it's Hold his, on, wait, 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 wait. It was he was fourteen. Yeah. He weighed way well over three hundred pounds. Yeah, he was like he was like six, six, four, six, five. Oh yeah, he, he was like a big boy. Three feet, and it was three, a four hundred and thirty foot drop. And they say that they said that the the load limit on that ride should only be two seventy five. Yeah, and he and he went hit the ground at seventy five miles per hour. And they say that his his harness his. His, his, his harness was still attached. Yeah, yeah the still locked. Is, it was no seatbelt harness. Yeah. It was just a harness that comes down and over your shoulders. To keep, yeah, it wasn't yeah. to keep you attached to the seat. And you can see when they're going in, people are questioning before the video. They're like, is it locked in? Is it locked in? And then you can see the video afterwards where the girl asked the boy that's operating, she was like, are you sure you locked it in? And the guy was like, yeah, but like I say, dude was big, man. He was a big dude. They, it's like they, maybe they didn't feel comfortable telling him that you're too big for this ride. But when it comes to life and death, you got to, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's, ooh. That's I still, one, I still, I, I, I was at some point, though, being him, regardless of how old you are, if they stay the same as it locked in, I'm hopping up off her. He a kid, though. So he not, you know, he, he, yeah, put, his, he yeah. put his hands in these people that are supposed to be safety professionals. No doubt. And you know you gotta imagine as a kid, you know, right. even even, even trying, if you compromise and, with his friends. You know yeah, so no doubt. Trying, no doubt. And you can imagine we've all been we've all been a kid and and you you know my you might have been an inch or two short for the ride and, and you go up there and you stand on your little tippy toes a little bit. You know, I'm I'm about to get on this slide, lady. You got me fucked up this year. You y'all got me last summer, but I'm getting on it. You know, so it's kind of similar to a, a an athlete, you know, when you got a minor injury or something like that, and it might be best for you to sit this one out, but you like, oh, I'm going. And it's it's a lot of the time the 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 risk might be greater than the reward, but you only able to see one side of it when it's you. Yeah, well, so, me, I'm I'm I don't do heights and all that stuff. The problem with that that goes to because that happens more often than you would think. That's the whole, that whole industry because that industry industry is not really regulated, especially those like with traveling fairs and places that pop up from here to there. There's a lot of injuries to go along with those rides because those people aren't properly trained. Those rides aren't properly inspected. You know, some stuff happens with those all the time. And, and that's because people aren't properly trained. And, and when you go on any one of them rides like that, you're basically playing Russian roulette because you never know what's going to happen. You don't know if, the, if it's been maintained, if, if, if they've done the proper maintenance checks on it, or are they just trying to save money and save time by going around and setting it up. You, just, you never know. And that's that's a tragic, tragic, tragic accident. That it definitely is. And the kids from St. Louis, which makes it a little bit more sentimental for me. Had a promising future. Right? Definitely had a promising future. And I want to say condolences happen. out to the family, the friends, and even just the fans of the game. And then it just being the a fan of the game. Even. Is the vultures come out of the woodwork. It's been. It was a girl, man, that was down in Orlando, portraying, perpetrating like she was a family member. She was showing up at all the rallies, all the candlelight visuals. They planned all that, uh, getting money, collecting money for the family. Mm. She posed as a family member, took all the donations, and took off. I mean, she all on camera crying, like, this is my cousin. All, bro. And 
I kind of heard some. Uh, I heard something about that, and, and, and then I heard her a, family, a rapper. Uh, and now her family, her family is like on on social media making jokes, like like it's funny the whole situation that she's going through. Like, I heard the young rapper uh, Osiris uh, uh, reached out and and, and uh, agreed to pay for the funeral. So bro, that's man, it's I don't know if that's uh, sad when you take a, a situation like this. And you, and you put yourself in the middle of it just to steal from people. Yeah. Yeah, man. On, on top of right, on top need, of we grief. Need a, we need a lighter we need a lighter. We need a lighter uh subject here. Ah that type of lighter, a lighter subject. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't agree with you more. Speaking of a lighter subject, how about an icebreaker? Oh yeah, y'all saw I was reading the icebreaker. Alright, so this week's icebreaker is Let's say you're independently wealthy. You don't have to work. What would you do with your time? What do you mean, like, independently wealthy? You mean, like, like Bill Gates wealthy? Like When I say independently wealthy, meaning you... You just mean I can... I can you do don't I have can to do work. I want to do whatever I want to do. You don't have to so work. So I can be in philanthropy and everything. Absolutely. You I mean, don't you have to work. You got money? I would be... I would be a philanthropist. I would, I would, I would, I would teach... I would teach to you. I would reach out to the kids, man. I would try to bless these kids and show them a better way, especially kids from 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 underappreciated places. Not just black kids, white kids, a lot of kids that that don't have the opportunity to see a lot of things. I would try to expose them to a whole new world and give them vision, because a lot of the problem with the the inner cities or the people that don't have much is because they don't have vision, because they can't see past the situation that they're in. So I would I would try take my try my best to expose kids to situations that are way so much better so they can see that there is a future than what they have now. I would I would do my best to do that. I like it. I like it. Nah, I hey, and for my real niggas out there, my hood niggas, because I got some hood niggas that's going to be listening to this shit. Hey, philanthropy <laughs> is the desire to promote the welfare of others, especially by generous donation of money or good causes. For my niggas out there, philanthropy. Philanthropy. <laughs> I would be a huge philanthropist. What I would do for my free time. Professional Come on, Wayne, man. I know you got something good for me. The crazy part is, and it's, and it's going to sound weird as hell, I would just get like a big piece of land, and I would do like Brett Favre, do just cut grass. Just be at pieces out there on the riding line or just cut my grass. I think that's what I would. And have like a little lake and I go fishing. Just. You corny motherfucker. Uh, I'm just saying, if I had, if I had, that's what I would, that's, that's, I'm at peace when I'm doing those two. It's just like, you know. I want to save the world and I believe in world peace. So if we talking about like, I got millions, billions. Independently well. Whatever you believe, whatever you believe, independent world to be. The the ultimate definition is, is, is that it means that you don't have to work. So whatever type of wealth you associate with you not having to work, Cause that's different. That's a different number for different people. So all I'm saying by independently wealthy is is you don't gotta work. You never have to work another day in your life. So whatever bills you got, whatever responsibilities you got monetarily, they taken care of for the rest of your life. Whatever that number is, you got it. What do you do now? First Talk to me, St. Louis. Learn how to swim. <laughs> 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 I like that answer. Second, you know what I'm saying? This is the city I live in. I just want to let the record reflect that I, I've been swimming a long time. <laughs> well, fuck you. Shout out, yeah. shout out to my backstrokers out there. the record. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's first thing shit, if I had the money part of it, shit, I got to fix some of these things around the city, man. You look around out like in the county and certain places and shit, you know what I'm saying? Y'all still got brick, brick motherfucking roads and shit in the city, big ass potholes, turn motherfucking wheels up and all type. Y'all ain't fixing none of that. Y'all take taxes from people in the city same way y'all do in the county. But don't nothing get fixed. So I would take a little bit of my time and try to fix up the city that I'm in. Cause they ain't fix okay. shit here. I gotta since, look at it. Since the world's fair. Like what was that? So, oh, so 1904? I don't know if y'all seen it, but just a side note, that was a little uh, on the news. It was they were talking about it's an alderman that's preventing a dude yeah, from buying that little you know who it is, land right? right there. Yeah, yeah. Jeffrey Boyd, Twenty Second Roy, he's a fucking crook. 
Yeah. So he blocking the dude from buying it. Dude want to turn it into like a little amphitheater and bring like, you know, more business down. It's right there on Martin Luther King, right off of Wilson. Boyd, Boyd, his whole, his whole, his whole uh, district is Wilson. That whole stretch, he was supposed to put $300,000 of his own money into that, to build that up. That was 15 years ago. Ain't that dude's been a crook for that ward for the, I grew up in that ward, so I know for a fact. It was that he'd been a crook over there. I wish somebody would miss. All these aldermen are crooks, bro. Yeah. And They're it's just, all crooks. It's just vacant. It's a vacant lot. And he want to buy it and put it like a little uh, amphitheater out there. So they have like outdoor events and stuff like that. But the alderman is blocking it from getting it. Yeah, Jeffrey Boyd, 22nd Boyd. He told him, right. you got to pay to play. That's that's mm-hmm. what he, That was the word. That he that's said. what they do. That's what they do. That's what they do. Dude, he's been alderman over there since I was in high school. Well, um, we are we are very familiar with the inner workings of St. Louis, and that's why we are where we are. Uh, but we gonna uplift the city today. We just we coming fresh off of a good three one four a day. Not as many niggas got killed this year as last year. I, I think everybody been announced. <laughs> and we we on the up, man. We on the up. Even oh, though no, we, it's a it's a lot of changes coming to the city, man. People got to be prepared for it, man. You got to be prepared for it because a lot of stuff going to change. It's about to be a lot like policing about to be out of control. It police, already is. No, policing about to be like out of control, out of control. And the little knuckleheads out here is just going to make St. Louis is going to be a militarized city pretty soon because these little knuckleheads out here don't they don't they they, they don't know how to stop. They don't yeah. know how to stop. We still number one. Oh, that's why this is going to be. I think we just got it back. That's why this is going to be. This is that's why St. Louis is going to be the jump off point for for. Uh, uh, no, nah, don't start speaking that on us. Go no. take y'all, curl y'all ass to uh, Baltimore the, with that bullshit. City, <laughs> the city of the future, where they come in and, and put drones everywhere and license plate readers everywhere and cam motion sensor cameras everywhere. St. Louis is going to be the epicenter of that. Because these little niggas don't know how to act right. Where they gonna have devices in their car, where your car they just they're gonna be no hostage chases because they're just gonna be able to shut your car down. Oh, yeah, they supposed to be able to do that shit now. It's, it's coming. Shit. It's coming. But it's gonna be, that's gonna take away from everything. Everybody talking about defund the police, defund the police. But that's why such violence is out here, because you gotta think about that too. Where's a lot of this violence coming from? These little niggas ain't just out here tearing this up every day, every day, every day. Somebody's got an agenda out here in these streets to keep the violence going, to keep the numbers high, to keep that money going a certain place. Yeah, think about that too. When you talk about a lot of the stuff that be going down, they be like, nobody saw nothing, but this happened. You know what I'm saying? Like when you look at the riots and stuff, everybody burning down the buildings. It ain't no black, no people from the hood that's burning them buildings down, but them buildings burning down. Somebody got an agenda. Somebody got to keep something going. We know what the agenda Come is, on now. man. You know what it is. Fear. Fear is the biggest money maker in the world, bro. Oh, they don't have to use that here. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Yeah, no, they don't. Whole, no, they don't. Thing. Who who's scared here of what? Of 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 uh little black kids running into your neighborhood breaking your heart. Who who's scared of that except other little black kids? No, or the white no, people. The white people. The white they, people. They don't live amongst us in St. Louis. Let's reel this home back in. Let's you still, you still, but you still, you still promote that fear <laughs> to stoke that flame. Mm-hmm. Okay? This is the whole reason I don't move out north, north County. They don't, they don't fear us because they're not amongst because us. I, me, me personally, that's just mm. my belief. I feel like they... The, the niggas who not in the city. That's now, for that's to control resources and putting them in North County. Yeah, yeah, what you saying? The shit that you talking about? The shit that you talking about that they doing yeah. is, yeah. is for for the sake well, of resources. Because I know what he's saying. I want to just piggyback off what he's saying because I see it happen. I see yeah, it in the last few years. That's what they doing. They're tired of coming from Wentzville and St. Charles and Arnold to come work downtown. They want the city back. So now you they niggas fought so hard for Ferguson. You niggas fought so hard. You remember y'all burnt Ferguson down and marched Ferguson? Guess what? We should have taken all know, you niggas out the city. You know, gentrification been going on. We should have taken all you niggas out the city. Y'all can have first. Y'all 
Africa yeah. has it. But they take it a community at a time. Mm-hmm. So they They've still, in even nice even in even houses. even in gentrification, they way. still not and really forced not, to live amongst enough, us. Uh, we're about to. Yeah, they won't. By the time, listen, no, by not. 2025, no, they're not. By the time that NGA gets up. By the time that NGA gets up, that new hospital they're not going to be. They're the not going to be living. They, they at no point will they be living amongst the niggas that you talking no, about. They that they quote the unquote exactly. The, Therefore, they, they they don't. You don't fear the yeah, people. You don't fear that you you don't fear the people that you can strategically remove the resources from and strategically remove from their own neighborhoods. That's, you don't fear that. The reason that why they promote that propaganda is for the sake of controlling the resources. But not that they're not doing that out of fear. I can't. They're doing that out of strategy. I know that they're reversing everything because they got their new stadium being built. The new a lot of stuff going on. Peabody's got to go. All that's got to go. Yeah, the Peabody's not even there no more. That's all got to go. They knocking all that down, rebuilding everything. All of it's got to go. And now we know where all the people come. Yeah. Love County. Yep. Yeah, you fought yeah. hard. You fought hard. They're gonna give you. They build all them new and nice houses. You hear me? Giving them to you for cheap. Don't own it. You niggas fought hard for North Carolina. Y'all fought. Y'all fought hard for Ferguson. Y'all fought hard for Forsen. Y'all burnt this bitch down. Y'all was out protesting, walking up and down this bitch. Guess what? You can have it. Cause we finna loft up every. We finna loft up everything downtown. You it ain't finna be space the on the Central yeah. West End. We finna shut down all the public schools in the city. So your kids gotta go out to the county and go to school. You, you ain't got no school in your neighborhood? Well, it's a school out there in Berkeley. You can go out there. That's why we shutting down all the schools. We privatizing all the schools. Get up out of the city. We need this city back. We're talk- we wanna live, we wanna, we wanna have an urban life. We wanna have an urban life. We wanna be like the people in Boston and Chicago. I wanna get off, I wanna get out, out get out of my apartment and walk five minutes to my job. I don't wanna commute. 30, 45 minutes from Wentzville and St. Peter's to come downtown to go to a baseball game. I want to come right out of my loft and go watch the baseball game and go home in peace without all these niggas running around, shooting it up and robbing people and stabbing people and killing people. This is what I want to do. And this, this is where the city comes. Watch it. You niggas yeah. fought so hard for Ferguson. People hey. in fear don't move like that. It's strategy, bro. It's all strategy. It's that's, always that's, been strategy. That's all I said. That's yeah. all I said. Move you niggas. Y'all gotta go. That's all I was saying. People tired of coming from, they tired of coming from far out to go we to agree. the city. They trying to build the city up. And you can't do it with the riffraff. You can't do it being number one. But, but that's where the city-county merger comes in at. Because when the city, if the city-county merges, all those numbers drop. Word. Now there's facts. And now that's that's one thing that that St. Louis has always regretted that the city when they sold that county. Yep. That fuck that fucked this whole city up. But that but that, that was that's a, the reason why we lost our basketball team and our football just, team ultimately we, we because because of, of the taxation and shit. The taxes the tax dollars are separate and shit. Everything's separate. So when you when you look at the city per capita, it's like that lowers the numbers. We ain't got but shit. Uh, maybe, maybe a three hundred thousand people in St. Yep. Louis City. City. Exactly. And now the county numbers are greater than that. And they don't want to do nothing. If now, if you merge that, see, but the problem then, but if you merge that, then the numbers go all the way down, and all the resources go down too. Word. You don't get that extra money because your your, your crime stats are so high. You know I'm saying you don't get that extra money for all that stuff. That's why it's a faction that wants. The county merger, city merger, and there's a faction that doesn't want it because they still get paid off of it. So they're going to keep it going. It's bro. The politics in the city is, is terrible if you sit back and look at it. But we all love it. <laughs> we all Man, love it. that shit is depressing. But Just for the sake of us in it on a, on a higher note, because I'm, I'm sure with our St. Louis politics and shit, <laughs> we could go around and around for hours. Hey. Hours. Bro, who was, the NBA MVP is, bro? Currently, or are you asking for me for my end of the season prediction? Currently, if I had to get an award right now, I would probably give it to Giannis. Um, I feel like it's kind of neck and neck between Giannis and Embiid. Um, and I really, I, I, I kind of want to give it to Embiid on the strength of just it was a crazy season. You started out without Ben Simmons. Um and that's that's probably the best defender on the team. This is largely a defensive team. Um, but I feel like the big fella stepped up. 
Uh, he's somebody that I, I normally expect him to miss a good 25 to 30 games a season. He's been healthy. He's been healthy. Uh, he's been active. He's been at it. The numbers have been good. Uh, so I kind of, I kind of, I kind of, I'm, I'm like, Embiid is my, my 1A. Uh, but right now, if I got to give the award out today, I will give it to Giannis. And that's just me. I don't know. I, I would probably go with Embiid because he, he didn't fix it. He's an all-around better player now. So it's like he doing what he was supposed to do, you know. Nobody gives your I feel like, respect. I feel like Giannis yeah. is the best two-way player in basketball right now. Cause Yogi that's where Jones, he at. Because Yogi out there looking like an old-school refrigerator. Mm. He's big, white, bulky, and slow, but the boy got a game. <laughs> No doubt, I'm, no no denying no denying that the boy got game. He's he's he he got game, bro. It's, it's, he give it's me worth, dirt. He give me dirt vibes. It's, worth, it's, bro, it's not even dirt vibes. He it's give like, me dirt vibes. It's like sure. big country brown Reed vibes, bro. It's like, it's like big bulky. Hey, like, you know, big country used to give it to Shaq, man. I if know, you go back and look at all of the games, man. And I'm a huge Lakers fan too, so I remember every Laker event <laughs> ever. Bogus, yo, uh, slow. He can't. He, he can't jump. None of that. But when you look at, he got thirty points, ten rebounds, eight assists. You know what I'm saying? Dude, crazy, yeah. bro. But I think I think they're gonna give it to Ja. Yeah, ja came out this year, man. Oh, he missed too many games for MVP. He's not going to be eligible. Oh, he eligible. He's not going to be eligible. If, if, they, if they give it to anybody, it should be. Now, now I think, I feel good. like if Ja if, if Ja had been healthy, though, uh, but no, Ja's Josh missed over 25 games in the season. You 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 can't really miss more than 12 games in the what NBA season. What do you think season. about D-Book, though? They got the number one team in the league. He just overshadowed by Chris Paul. Chris Paul been hurt all year. Yeah, but it don't Not matter. all year. Just, that's still- what? Not all. Chris Paul been hurt all year. Damn near half year. No, not even. Yeah. He's he's missed about the same amount of games as John Morant. They got the number one team, and plus Ja team. I just can't. it. Ja team. They 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 only lost two games without him. They're like eighteen to two without. Yeah. Them. So, but the but but the 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 Suns win without Chris Paul too. Oh, that's because D books the MVP. Nah. No, no, not the MVP. Now, D-Book is great. D-Book has elevated himself from star to superstar status to me. I put him in the elite class now. Uh, but he he hasn't been for his team what I feel like Giannis and B have been to theirs. Okay, so... So I think that if Chris Paul is healthy and plays more games and D-Book is out, that the Suns, and, and especially in the West... Well, the way the West has been kind of crazy this year, I think the Suns still stumbling to the playoffs. However, stumble, they the number one team. No, I'm saying if D Book was out, if oh. they didn't have D Book, I feel like they still stumble oh, into no. the playoffs. No, no. Let me finish. However, MB, if MB, if you take MB off of the Sixers, this team is trash. If you take Giannis off of the Bucks. That team is trash. I wouldn't no, say trash. I wouldn't say trash. I wouldn't say, say trash. Not, not, they're, 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 they got shooters. And, they got shooters. So give me when I say trash, I'm saying it, it, it's in comparison to their current expectations. Okay, so if that's the case, then uh, they need to be benching a young St. Louis too. That boy acting a fool right now. Young Tatum. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. But he didn't miss some games, too. Not that many games. Yeah, but you came for the MVP has never missed, like, more than 12 games <laughs> in the season. That nigga always Ooh. in and out. No, he, he missed too many games, man. Well, and these guys that you... These one, guys that the missed all games. Not in the year that he won the MVP, he didn't. He did. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. I believe Steph did, too. Catch games. Hey, Steph is Steph, though. No, man. You talking about a fourth of the season, man. It's Steph, 80 games. We're talking about 20 games. You can't miss 25% of, of the season and, and still win the MVP. It's never happened. I think you got to play like 68 games. It ain't got I think that's no, what it, it said. It's like 68. I think they said it. specific number on it. But I'm saying that's 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 the the, the most I'm like, telling you that it's 12 or 14 that's why, games. That's why MB the, the, is gonna win. The though, player that won the MVP award that missed the most games, it was 12 or 14. And I I, I will bet a hundred dollars that it's one of those two numbers. I'm trying to 
And it's never been more than I that think, in I the history they, of the I think league. They're gonna give it to Embiid just because he just stayed upright all year, though. Really. Yeah. I think they're gonna give it to Embiid on the strength that Giannis won it the year before. Yeah. Did Giannis win it last year or did Jokic? I think Jokic won it last year and Giannis won it the year before that. I think Giannis won the MVP last year. Oh, man. What's coming up? 420 uh, coming around the corner. Hey, hey. I, I, I smoke every day. I ain't worried about a date. <laughs> I ain't going to smoke no more than I do any other day. It's just going to be more What was that, 2021? Jokic <laughs> won it in 2021. Yeah, that was last year. Oh, uh, then it's definitely going to be Giannis. <laughs> Yeah, it's, but, gonna be it's definitely gonna be Giannis. It's gonna be Embiid. Yeah, I'm hopping in the tournament this week. I hope you hopping in too with Rocky and him. I'll be. I play every weekend. Yeah, I didn't get to one this weekend. I'm definitely getting in this one. Yeah, I gotta get on the Call of Duty though, bro. I gotta get on. But yeah, I, um, I ain't been on no game in good. It's easy to get in though. It's it's cool when you jump through windows. And... <laughs> yeah, I'm about to go hop on for a minute when I get to the. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely on. I, I got a new Xbox for the kids, though. Yeah. Just bought it yesterday. Man, I got the Oculus, bro. I love it. My wife. I be, like my games in my real life. Be, bro, get the Oculus, guys. What, what is the that Oculus? Shit real the spot. VR headset. Oh, yeah, I done seen that. Bro. Nigga, I bro. guarantee you, if you stand up in the, in the regular Now, is room, that its own device, know, or is it a device that you use it's for a, one of your gaming systems? It's, it's his own device. device. Man, I could take my phone and put it into it. Oh, this nigga well, here. You got, yeah, you, you got really that one. I got, I got the Oculus, Oculus one. Oh, that you was being I, for real. Yo, I thought you was yeah, being silly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I thought that was a joke. Yo, I, I was like, oh, this nigga tripping. Yeah. I thought he was saying. You got an iPhone? No. I was going to say, no. I thought he was saying he finna get some goggles, put his phone underneath the goggles. Yeah, he put it in there. Big old ski goggles, about that big. Yeah. Yeah, but I got that Oculus. Put that shit on. Put that motherfucker on. Really, shit you ever seen, boy? Yeah. Bro, you try to get You watching that? You be watching that? That's all I ever do. Is and it's not like it's right over your. It, it like covers every theater. That's mm. all. It's like you watching Netflix in the straight theater. Yeah. They said it's supposed to be. You supposed to be able be able to to attend like an NBA game. Yeah, that's coming. You're gonna be the metaverse. You're supposed to be like front row of all the concerts. You can buy a house next to Snoop. That's yeah, Meta, like everybody getting into it. Like if you had stock, you would buy any pop, anything Metaverse right now because it's starting to go up. Right, you you gonna it's you gonna have rooms where people gonna actually live in the Metaverse. Like you buy yeah. real estate in the Metaverse, cars, house, clothes, right all of that. And you spending real money, real, real people, and you spending real money. Yeah. You hear me go to the store. Like, people ain't gonna never lose. Bro, Clothing. I told you, it was, a, it was an article about the lady, the, the creator of the metaverse. Did, did we talk about this? No. The creator of the metaverse. Read it up. One of the creators of the metaverse, she was she jumped in the metaverse for, I think, maybe 30 seconds she jumped in. Right. Somebody, yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Rape, yeah. Game rape. 30 seconds in. How the fuck do you get game raped on the metaverse? Turn it off. <laughs> you hear me? Pull the headset off, bitch. She's like, oh, shit. She's like, oh, shit. She's one of the creators. She was one of the creators. I don't give a fuck, Like, this shit ain't happening for real. Like I Look said, at this. yeah, she was this into it. This she was into it. She's like, oh, God, they're raping me. <laughs> okay. No, stop. No, stop. No, no, don't stop. Look at that. I want to see what it is. Because the reality is, is, is you can't control your body. But you can control your morals. No, you, so you just, even if you right. So when you even if you enjoy it, even if you get a nut off, like it's still rape, though, yo. But when you get in the metaverse, morals are off the window. It's hey, like real life. That brings an interesting yeah. question. <laughs> it's just gonna be, hey, it's just hey. gonna be anarchy. Then. That's all it's gonna be. It's gonna be like Grand Theft Auto. Like really. Hey, so that brings an interesting question. Uh, if you, if someone is raped and they enjoy it. Um, no, nah, I'm not doing this. Nah, no, no, let's let's. Hey, we have that child. Let's no, you, no, can you take the drop for us? The drop too. I've been with, I've been with females that okay. have that fantasy. They've okay. been like they've been like rough, but right. the no, way no, he no, just said it like that. I mean, y'all ain't gonna let me feel like somebody going to jail right now. Chicks that been like taken. Yeah, let's. I'm like, I can't. See, you gotta understand the act of rape. The physical act of rape, it's not, it's, it's never about the sex. 
Nope. It's all about the power and the control. And me and me, we are about the consent. No, we can talk about this. I think it's about the consent or lack thereof. Yeah, there's no, no, I'm talking about the actual, the person that's doing it. The person that's doing it, it's not about the sex. It's about the power and the control. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not about the sex. So a person like me, that, 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 that don't work for me because I need participation. I like for you, I like for you to participate in, so just taking it, that don't, that don't work for me. In no shape, form, or fashion, that don't turn me on because I know I can physically dominate most anybody anyway. Right. right. So me physically dominating, that, that yeah. So me. the challenge lies yeah, that in, takes in the challenge out in of the, men- yeah, it's it's the mental. mental. Yeah. Yeah. It's the mental. I'm with you there. Yeah. That's why I've had girls like, I, I, I can't do that because that don't turn me on, sweetie. I'm sorry. It don't turn me on. That That's fine. <laughs> but what he said... It was leading up to the same question. It yeah. sounded wrong. Absolutely. Yeah. Sounds wrong. I got to they, they heard three words. Like if you rape somebody and you like it, I thought statement was going to come down. I thought statement was going to come down. You liked it, don't you? We about to get ideas out of this, but we about to get the damn twirl up in this bitch. Oh, hush. Oh, hush. Cause you shot, I'm like, oh, where this finna go? I think I know where you finna go. Let me go ahead and jump and grab it. <laughs> nah, man, but... <laughs> hey, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah but I, bro, I had my homeboy, bro. My home, y'all remember the cat? I had a homeboy because I said the nigga was raping and relaxing chicks. He was, what? Yes, I had a homeboy. Raping the what? Rape and relax. Remember, <laughs> remember that? Like, I no. had my homeboy, bro. I went to school with dude. Dude, and this is why I say, bro, it ain't the physical act. It's it's the mental thing. Dude was a handsome dude. You know what I'm saying? Dressed well. All the chicks was on him. All the chicks was on him. Bro, he was like my straight dog. Bro, he was, he was stalking chicks. He would climb through their window, rape them, then sit there and like have conversation like their boyfriend and girlfriend, like make them watch movies. All type of shit with him, bro. That'd be crazy. Crazy, crazy. And I didn't, bro, this was like... Bro, we hung oh, out like all the time. Oh, rape and relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> bro, we hung out like all the time. Y'all don't remember, I don't even remember how long ago it was. Dude that was dressing like a gal robbing banks. I remember that. I, I was working with the nigga. I worked with the nigga for a couple of years. You hear me? Right? Shoulder to shoulder with the nigga. You never know what people... Like, oh, my God. Bro, when I... <laughs> I was so yes, cool, bro. dude. And I had been out with dude so much, bro. And we used to just jump on chicks like... I'm like, nah, not dude, because I'm like, bro, we can get whatever chick he ever wanted. But it ain't about getting what you want. It's about getting what, what you can't, can't have. Yeah. And it's about taking it. Because you can't have it otherwise. <laughs> that's why I'm like, that, that's, that, that's, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. That's dude in jail. I got to take he, it from he still got a, He still got a, he, he got he got convicted in Texas. He still got cases in Missouri. He got to go to court for and Illinois. Bro was getting it in. I couldn't believe it. That's like T.I. and Tiny, them sticking their toes in people's asses. Hey. Hey. If you like it, I love it. Hey. Uh, so, uh, you've been uh, tuned in to the Chronically Loud Chronic- podcast. I-, I-, I think we've been chronically loud. What's happening? Hey. <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, man. <laughs> that went live. I don't, I don't harsh nobody's kink. <laughs> Yeah. I don't harsh nobody's kink. I'm just saying, I don't. I also don't. Yeah, you read that shit? Even if you I know, read it, even if I read it, I wouldn't say I don't know that that's true or or it's not. not. True. They got off. I ain't gotta say it was true. <laughs> Literally, you know I ain't saying it was true. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> but I read really uh, it. Don't harsh nobody's king. <laughs> whatever folks do to get their issue off, let them get their issue off. Yeah. Hear me, whatever you do, uh, within reason, people. Within reason, some of that shit y'all be doing be fucked up. Like leave kids, animals, and and and. Non-consenting as as folks say, alone. Well, yeah, if, leave the animals alone. Leave the kids alone. If you nasty, be nasty with a, a consenting adult. That's what. Yeah. There, there we go. Yeah. All, all other things are acceptable. Yeah, bestiality is not what's up. No, <laughs> baby's not what's up. Yeah, as long as it, if it, if, animal, if, as long as it ain't my dog. Yeah, you can do whatever you want to do on the alphabet spectrum. I just do what you want to do. Up. I was infested. Police had me in the back of the car. You hear me? He riding by my house that had just got kicked in, but I moved out two days before that, but we ain't going to get into that. 
Anyway, this motherfucker talking to me about this. They got a call out to this farm. You hear me? About these people saw this dude fucking his goat. <laughs> and I didn't know what the fuck look, this was and going. And they said he can't, they couldn't do nothing about it. Because this is his shit. So it's his goat. So you're legally allowed to fuck I him. guess. Damn. Hey, I well, he ain't got no lawyer with the goat on call a lawyer. <laughs> Represent him, right? It's property. They should have locked him up for doing it outside. If you want to fuck least. your couch, you can fuck your couch, right? It's your property. No, no. Nah, <laughs> nah, 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 nah. It's yours. Hey, yeah, let's take this on out. So. <laughs> you want to glory hold the couch? Go crazy. <laughs> now you know nah, that's how you end that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you want to end it? Bro. You want to wrap it up? I just, hey, first we apologize to the new wars out there. Apologize for all of the the Hinduism and the Buddhism people out there. They, those people find ghosts holy, and I just want to apologize to those folks out there. That's just crazy. If you read a book or a Bible or two. So shouts out to the Baduism people. Too. Oh, yeah. Shouts out to uh, St. Louis' birthday was yesterday. Hey. Hey. You did. Chronically loud. We loud on chronic.